You got this. I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll have deep conversations that will help you create a powerful transformation that shifts your perspective in life, love, and business, with topics ranging from spiritual self-development, human design, astrology, metaphysics, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I am your psychic channel, spiritual guide, and teacher, and voice of truth. And I want to thank you so much to tuning in to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? In this episode, I am so just elated to have Brandy Hudson who is an empowerment coach and an energy healer, and she focuses on subconscious capacity building. And she is working with me during my AC's All About Love journey. And she will be on this podcast where we'll be talking about my progress and all of that stuff throughout the next few weeks and throughout the year. And I just wanted to introduce you all to her because she is phenomenal. So listening to our episode. It's absolutely phenomenal. Are you ready to journey on the road to a more prosperous future? If that is a yes, my six-week hybrid group guided experience, Healing the Wound, will help you identify core money blocks as well as address the financial trauma that is holding you back from living your best life through the lens of human design, astrology, and trauma-informed practices. If you want to join Healing the Wound, doors are open now. So we have a mutual and our mutual sent me a text message. (laughs) And the text message was like, AC, I need you to meet someone. I think you two would hit it off. How can I put this person in contact with you? So I was like, okay, whatever. Send me her, just send her my email. Well, you, I have to know, you were like, she can email me (laughs) and I'll decide later if we can be phone friends. (laughs) But I cleared the bar, so I'm happy to. Yes, you you, you made it, right? You made it through. And I mean, it wasn't like that. It was just like, because it was so random that I got the text message from her. And it was just like, okay, okay, just send her my email. And so we exchanged emails. We figured out a time to talk. And then we hit it off. We're both Pisces. We're both into human design. Um, Time flew by. The time did, because it was before I went to Brazil. So Yeah, so you had other things to do. We pushed it a little bit long, and it just felt like fast friends. Yes, fast friends. And we just started talking and chatting. And then we were supposed to start doing something, which we'll talk about in a second and a little bit. But... I wasn't in the right frame of mind. It was a lot going on, which we'll have a, well, I have an offline conversation about next week. Perfect. But Brandy, you are an empowerment coach and an energy healer. And what I love, the piece de resistance is the subconscious capacity builder. Tell everybody what that is. I love it. Yeah. So really what I do is I just help women who are entrepreneurs trying to follow their dreams, but the road seems super bumpy for them. And I help them to connect with themselves and have a transformation that really results in them scaling their business and having greater financial success. And really that's where the subconscious capacity building comes in because oftentimes we are ruminating on thoughts that aren't serving us in Mm. order to accomplishing our goals. And so while we're focused on the bumpy part of the journey, then we're just inviting more bumpiness into it. And so I help people be intentional with their thoughts so that they can lead the life of their dreams. It's like super simple. The challenge becomes 95% of our lives are run by our subconscious. And to add on to that, most of that subconscious is built from when you're zero to seven. So until you make the unconscious conscious and reshape it, you're just going to be on a loop where you're leading the same life over and over, over again. and over and over again. and over again. Oh, it's oh, and it shows up at every age. At or every as, age. 
Until it doesn't, th- though. As my therapist like to, likes to say, trauma has no timeline. That's her favorite saying. That's a good one. Trauma like has that. no timeline. And so how we got here, though, how I really found out what you did, because we were just chit-chatting. You were like, oh, we were talking about allergies. And you were like, oh, I can get rid of your allergies. And I was just like, what? She's like, yeah, I do it all the time. I help people get rid of the allergies. And I was just like, well, how did how do you do that? And she was just like, well... Well, most of the things that show up in our lives, right, whether it's allergies, illness, reduction in resource compared to what we want, challenges with finding relationships, it stems from something that happened to us. And so allergies are no different. I can't say like I clear allergies because I'm not a doctor. Everybody listening, she's not a doctor, but for legal purposes, she can help you with them on an energetic level. (laughs) On an energetic level. So really all that it is, is something happened in your life. When that something happened in your life, there was an allergen in the air that you made a connection between that incident, which caused this negative emotion to come up in your body. And you made a connection with that allergen. Once we release that incident from your subconscious memory, then you can move forward without that allergic response any longer. But it's easier to clear than many other things because oftentimes you're not holding on to that. When we think about our thoughts about money and finances, that is shaped from so many different aspects, right? It's like the collective consciousness, the community consciousness, cultural consciousness, as well as just your familial consciousness. All those things shape how you think, feel, and act around money. And so that's why for that, there's kind of this longer process that I take people through. But for allergies, usually 30 minutes. Then can it be as easy as allergies or no? Why isn't it as easy as allergies? Because all of those things are influencing how you think about money, right? So when you think about money, your thoughts about money are shaped from so many different aspects. Like, Mm. Like for you and me, it'll be like, what are Black women capable of achieving? So we have kind of that cultural influence. We have like... United States, what do people like us in the United States? So many layers. Your parents told you money doesn't grow on trees. You saw how much money your family had, and that shaped what you thought was available to you. So there's many more influences around how we think about money. That makes sense. So back to the allergies, because you're like 30 minutes, I can do that, which is phenomenal, which makes so much sense for me because I have seasonal allergies and thinking about when certain things happen in my life, it was in between seasons. Oh, I know. So (laughs) like right now I'm struggling in the morning and my mom's like, you didn't take your allergy medicine because it's not fully cold yet. And it's just like, it's in between a season. So I am a, a wreck. So spring, fall, that fall between the winter, I'm like, Hot mess in a handbag. And then when you connect that back to the subconscious, now you have this allergic response that was created by this situation that occurred in your life, but now you identify it with the season. So you're anticipating it. Your brain is looking for it. And you are like, this is the time where this is going to happen. And then you draw it back to you again and again and again and again. I've been doing some research just on my own. And we talked about this briefly before we start recording about manifestation, self-concept, and all of these things. So from what I understand, self-concept is your beliefs on how you feel and what you know to be true about yourself and the things around you. Yes. Is it just as easy as changing your self-concept or are there more pieces? So explain your thoughts about self-concept before we get into manifestation. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to walk you through my overarching process to kind of attract the life that you want. It does involve kind of uh, this changing of self-concept. To take it a step back, though, I think the challenge with kind of simplifying the one thing you need to do to have the life that you want Mm -hmm. is that like when someone does that one thing and it doesn't work, then they kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater. So it is true. If you don't have a good self-concept, you cannot have the life that you want. 
It is also true that you could really improve your self-concept in general and perhaps still find yourself not aligning with everything that you're looking for. And that's because there's kind of these four things that go into having the life of your dreams. And so I, over a lifetime, have been obsessed with human potential. So I've been studying it since I was like a wee little girl. But let's be clear, I did nothing with all the knowledge that I was taking in for a very long time. (laughs) And then about six and a half years ago, I made a real commitment to simply transform my own life with no idea that I was going to pivot from being a healthcare executive and do this work full time. I just wanted to be the best me that I could be. But in that time, I developed a process that I call BASE because I believe it's foundational to all that you need in order to transform your life. And so the B is really around beliefs. So what beliefs do you have and how do we reframe those beliefs to draw in the life that you want? The A is really around alignment. How do you align vibrationally with what you're looking to call in? The S is about self-awareness. Like you want to get to the point where you can actually access your subconscious and know in the moment kind of what you're thinking and what you're feeling so that you can more quickly shift it, right? You have to remain curious. So often when my clients first come to me, their conscious brain is saying, no, I do believe that. Oh, I do believe that. I do believe that. And they're not curious about the fact that if you really believed it, you would have it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have to really be curious and self-aware in order to shift our lives. And then the E, which is oftentimes what holds people back, is really around kind of this emotional resistance. So we think back to when we were really young and things that happened in our lives that kind of shape our worldview and our experiences and all of those situations actually have emotions attached to them. And then there's some really dense emotions like shame, fear, anger. If you don't clear those emotions energetically from those situations, then you are going to have them on replay. So you can feel like you have a really good self-concept, but because you're really holding on to so many dense Mm. emotions, you're not going to align with the life that you're looking for. So This process that I've developed through years and years of study, working with myself and now many, many clients, it addresses it holistically so that people can really have the change that they're looking for. No, that makes sense. So that tape that's playing, right? So back to my research, my going down YouTube lane and TikTok lane of self-concept, right? And so a lot of people are with affirmations and repeating them constantly and all of that stuff and, you know, rampaging is what they call it and all of that. And so if there's a tape playing, how do you override the tape? So I want to take a step back. Rampaging, magnetizing that I call it, all of these things around affirmations, they do have a place, but there is a very specific way that you have to do them in order to actually um, attract what you're trying to attract. So what happens if you just say every day, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, or I'm married, I'm married, I'm married, like that is not going to attract the life that you're looking for. You actually have to evoke that emotion as you repeat the affirmation. And that emotion is what draws the life to you. Just like I was saying earlier, when you have those dense emotions, fear, anger, anguish, shame, that attracts a different life to you. So if you can do the affirmations and you're doing it at a level where you're thinking these loving, kind, peaceful, happy memories, then they will serve you better than if you're just like wrote repeating them over and over and over. So that's the first step there. The second step to answer your question about how do we calm our mind? The number one thing, The number one thing I tell everyone, people come up to me, like people from my son's class, like women on the street, women in the neighborhood. And they're like, what's the one thing I can do to change my life? The one thing you can do to change your life is to meditate, to actually get your brain into this alpha state and meditate every day. If I can, I try to meditate three times a day. This is how Mm. you change your life. You, the average human thinks 70,000 thoughts per day. Damn, that's a lot of thoughts. Oh, it's a lot of thoughts. And the challenge with that is more than 50% of those thoughts are usually negative. So Mm. you are reinforcing the neural pathways in your brain that are more likely to draw a life to you that you aren't seeking. 
And so we have to learn to quiet our brains. And so every day I start my day and end my day by really quieting my brain. I meditate with my son because I want him to learn at an early age how to quiet his brain. And when you do that, then you are intentionally sending a signal out into the universe, to God, to the universe, to source, whatever you want to call it. You are sending it out there. And that that message can be easy, more easily received and come back to you in the form of the life that you're seeking. What I tell everyone is you can't have what you're looking for in your life, whether it be a relationship, whether it be money, whether it be a, a change in career, right? What you're seeking, you are seeking that thing because you fundamentally believe it will make you happy. It will bring you more joy. That that, mm-hmm. And so you can't get to that place where you're attracting a life that is meant to be joyful by ruminating and worrying and having anxiety. The gap is too big. Mm. So the first thing you need to do is bridge the gap. And once you bridge the gap, what you're seeking is right there. And how do you bridge the gap? Well, you do it by working with me. I'll take you through. Right. Of course. (laughs) Right. But the first step by meditating. Meditating bridges the gap. It's going to start to reduce the number of thoughts in your head, which means by definition, you're going to reduce the number of negative thoughts. So if you could do one thing, if you can't afford to hire one person, you don't even have time to be on YouTube, you can take 15 minutes a couple of times a day and simply meditate, quiet your brain. And so meditation starts the process. It starts the process. And then that quiets the brain, that quiets the 70,000 thoughts. Exactly right. Now you've meditated. You've done that, right? Yeah. <laughs> we because somebody somebody's listening. Like I meditate every day. I got my meditation yes. app. I'm doing all the things, yes. and I still don't have X, Y, and Z. Their challenge is going to be in one of those four areas that I outlined, right? So they're right. either going to need to reframe their beliefs. They're not aligned vibrationally with what they're trying to attract, or they don't have enough self-awareness. They're telling you and me, they're going to write in and say, I'm doing all these they're things. They're going to do all the things. But they are doing they all the doing things. Them. That's what they I tell doing people. Them. <laughs> I tell people, I said, I don't need my clients to tell me what they believe. Your life tells me what you believe. Mm. Say that way. Say that again. You don't need to tell them. No. Go ahead. When people tell me, I I believe this, I'm worthy of this. Your life is a mirror of what you believe you deserve. You don't have to tell me what you believe. I see it. You have it. You have everything in this moment that you today believe you deserve. Now, you might have a belief that you are working towards, but I will also be able to see it is in your near future. Mm. At the very instant that you know in your soul that you are worthy of the life that you are seeking, you will have it. That's it. There's no Mm. other question about it. I mean, that stopped me in my tracks. And the reason why I did, so you'll be hearing from Brandy a lot this year, um, probably about three times because Brandy and I will be working together because your girl got issues. (laughs) We all (laughs) have have issues. And it's not that I have issues, but I'm in a space in my life where I am hitting a, I don't want to even say a brick wall. I am at my capacity to where I'm bridging the gap by working with a professional now to get me to the new place that I want to be. I love it. I love that you corrected yourself, right? Because you're not hitting a brick wall. We're on a plateau. and I'm on a plateau. And you very quickly called in help. And that's what we all need. We all need someone to hold space for us. And we also always need to have grace with ourselves, right? So the way that you speak to yourself informs your life as well, right? So so when I make a mistake, I just say, hey, this is what I learned from that. And I move on very quickly. I don't yes. even look back. The, and so the pivot is quick. The pivot is quick it. over here. And so, so the reason why I say that is because I've been doing my work Yes, I've been I've been doing my work. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast, who have been following my journey, I've been doing my work. I have the receipts. Okay, I have the receipts. Okay, so now that I've hit the plateau, it's like okay, something there's these little pieces not clicking, and so in this whole manifestation world, that's the TikToks, the YouTubes, the Instagrams, and it's just like okay, some pieces are 
some nuggets are dropping in and some nuggets are not sticking. So now it's like, okay, I have to dig deeper. But the good thing is that I'm ready to dig deeper because what do you say to people who are not ready, who come to you? Because I'm sure you pick that up quickly. So what happens there? There's somewhere in the journey with most of my clients, right? Because our nervous system, our reptilian brain, our ego, whatever you want to reference it as, really likes us to stay in the familiar. So the more quickly we shift and change, then we start to hear ourselves making excuses, which seem very rational, especially for smart people, you know, like, like, oh, I just, I have to do this and I'm really busy right now. And I don't have time for that because our body is like, yo, we can't make this much change so quickly. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have to learn to talk to that aspect of ourselves and say, like, I got us, I'm going to keep us safe we're going to be fine and we're going to continue to grow and evolve. Right. And from that space, like you can keep making it. I do find right because of the investment it takes to work with me, most of my clients do come and they want to do the work. And then when we hit those shifts or plateaus, like for example, on Monday, I had a client that was going to meet with me and they were like, I'm not going to make it because you know, my daughter is, you know, something or another. And I just said, okay, you need to make it. And that's just it. And you know what she did? She made it. <laughs> she made it. <laughs> One thing my clients love about me is I'm I'm like keeping it real. I don't let you like vacillate and like, like you've committed to changing your life and now we go. And that's the whole thing. Okay. So back to manifestation because oh, yeah. you have your own thoughts about that. So one of our first conversations that we had, I was saying something and you corrected me. He was like, well, don't say people don't like you. Say people love me. And I started saying that and I was like, you're right. I do assume that. And that's a bad assumption. So we'll come back to that. But let's talk about manifestation because manifestation is a gift and a curse on social media. It has been for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Of course, we'll take it back to the secret where, you know, that, that lovely little documentary dropped in our you know, millennial brains, lovely years ago. And then we got in, you know, acts, receive, believe and all this stuff and yada, yada. And so, and then now there's manifestation coaches and there's people who create millions of dollars off of showing people how to manifest in YouTube and TikTok and all of that. My first question is, what are your thoughts on manifestation and where's the disconnect? Because the overwhelming content on it is almost like people are on two sides, like they believe it or they don't. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd like to say that manifestation is real. I would like to step back from there, however, and note that I prefer that we as humans think about our entire life as a manifestation of what we believe. Mm. And I think oftentimes we're seeking to manifest things, right? Like even me, for example, I wanted to manifest this beautiful home that I live in. And I did. I put a lot of time and energy in it. What can happen that is challenging for people is that if you aren't actually healing and you're just trying to manifest a thing, then life is like whack-a-mole. And so the issue that you have that is not through any fault of your own. It's just going to pop up somewhere else. So you can be the person that manifests lots of money and you don't think about your health or your relationships with other humans. And then you'll get a lot of money, but these other things will pop up. So I like people to think about co-creating a life of their dreams. And that life mm. has three pillars and you're focused on all of them equally. And you're not obsessed. I've, I've had clients that like, really wanted to solely focus on money. And then we did it and they're making 40, 50, 60% more than they were when they started working. And then they come back and I was like, oh, you realize that it wasn't all about the money. Cause mm. it's, it's never the thing you're seeking. Like I said earlier, you're trying to get this thing because you believe it will bring you happiness. You know, so I do have a client that I work with, but I fundamentally would love it if humans were just like, I just want to be happy because if you just are happy, the success will always follow. It's impossible not to, because that's vibrationally aligned. You can't, the reason we don't achieve our dreams is because we're going about it the wrong way. And so when we think about this 
global act of co-creating our lives, then we can just be like happy, fulfilled, whole humans. The other challenge with manifestation is that when something big comes up in your life and you've been like manically manifesting and you haven't actually healed anything in your life, then suddenly you just like are frozen. And you're like, Mm -hmm. well, how do I get to the other side of this situation, this condition, this issue? And you don't actually have the tools. Whereas if you have learned how to co-create your life, how to actually change all of your beliefs towards a belief that will serve you, then you know that that skill set can be used for any situation and for any issue. And then you also start to address things much sooner. So for me, I address everything that pops up in my life because I have a fundamental belief that my life gets to be easy. It gets to be in flow. And then I get to be, have, or do anything I want. And anything that is contrary to that, I take a step back and I assess it. And I say, universe, what are you trying to tell me? Mm. Right. So if I get a parking ticket, if I trip when I'm walking down the steps, if anything happens, I take that as a sign. That is a sign that my life isn't going the way that it's supposed to. And that sign is the way the universe speaks to me. And Mm. I pause and I go into meditation and I download and say, what are you trying to tell me? Because my life gets to be easy. And when it's not, you're talking to me. Okay. Now, well, well hold on now. <laughs> Let, let's backtrack a little bit. What hit me is I tripped down the steps part. Because the other morning, I think it was in my kitchen. And I was in flow. And when I hit, I hit my knee on the dishwasher so hard. And I was like, what in the... I was like, what the... So those moments are what you're saying is that when you are in flow, when things are aligned, if that is what you're believing for your life, when those little hiccups happen, that is the universe's way of telling you to pause. I know that to be true. And I also know if you don't pause, Mm. you'll trip down the steps and then you'll fall and break your arm and then you'll be at the hospital. Like, because the universe whispers it taps you on the shoulder and then it smacks you <laughs> it smacks in the face. In the, face. <laughs> the universe is going to get your attention. And so I listen early and often, early and often. And I recommend other people listen early and often. That's why I have that self-awareness step in my process. The more you can realize that there's a message for you and you can shift, you can shift very quickly. And then you're just making these really moderate shifts. Moderate adjustments. Okay. And it never feels like a heavy lift. Now, let's be clear. This is six and a half years of work that I write every single Single day, day. like every day, every day. The day that I decided I was unfettered in my like full speed ahead of changing my life. And so I have done this and done this and done this. And every day I meditate, every day I reflect on my own subconscious beliefs. But life, to your point about you've done the work, you do the work, you do the work. I do the work, I do the work, I do the work. But life is like an onion. And if you're 20 years old or 30 years old or 40 years old, you have all of those decades that you're peeling back. You just have grace with yourself, but you listen and you change and you evolve. And that is a privilege of a lifetime to be able to do it. So so you hit your knee, you, you trip down the steps, right? You meditate. Yes. And then you go into this reflection. What are you looking for? What are you asking for? What what are you trying to hear? Because as you're saying is that if I'm in alignment, if everything is in flow, everything's supposed to be easy for me, these little mishaps, as minor as they can be to the average eye, tripping, hitting your knee somewhere, dropping your keys in the street, all of these things, right? What what is the hiccup that's happening in the alignment or in the universal communication? Yeah, I would urge people just to be open. That's where when we spoke earlier about curiosity, it could be anything. It could be like, Brandy, this is like, like I got a message about like, you are supposed to give this work to the world. You're not supposed to be just doing this for yourself. And I'll also get a message of like, you know, you're stifling your son. It it could be all types of messages, right? So it isn't like, There's no handbook of messages that you get to pick up and say which message. So you can listen. Sometimes like you can ask, you know, like, can you pull a card if you're into cards? Like there's different ways of getting the Mm. message, but you got to be open that the message could be absolutely. And it could be like, don't go out with Brandy tonight. Like it could be a simple message or it could be a big message. 
Oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> We're definitely not going to talk about this message that I got on here. But yeah, I got a message. So, okay. <laughs> maybe I'll say what it is, but maybe I won't. By the time this airs, I'll be over it. Um, And I'm still, I'm over it now. But so I'm going to be working with Brandy and... She's going to be coming back on here so we can talk about the progress and talk about her process because I think this is really important, especially for me as a projector. And as projectors, we are all about the invitation. And there's a lot of projectors who listen, who follow me. And, you know, I get a lot of emails sometimes about, or even people who are in relationships with the projectors, who have friends with projectors, sons, daughters, et cetera. Um, I get a lot of questions about, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to do this. There's a whole bunch of not supposed to. And so my goal for 2023 is to really be an example of what a projector life looks like to the highest potential, especially coming from someone who's on continuously on their healing journey, but who wants to be the best, to be, yes. to do the best, to have the best, all of these things. And I'm saying that to say, so we're going to be documenting this process. Brandy's going to be popping in throughout my time working with her. And you're also going to be seeing this process. I'm going to be, but yeah, by the time this airs, yeah, I'll, it'll already be announced. But I'm also going to be documenting my life for the whole 2023. Yeah, I'm creating um, mini documentaries that I'm going to be releasing twice a month on my YouTube channel. Um, and it got inspired by... Bell Hooks All About Love book. And so the series is going to be called ACs All About Love. And every two weeks, I'm going to drop just a mini doc about what's going on, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling, all of that stuff for, for the entire year because I'm ready to live my life to the fullest potential. So, yeah. I love that. And I'm excited that I get to be part of this transformation. Yeah, you're going to be part of the process. Yes, I love it. And I have to note, my son is a projector. So I have a very, very, very special place in my heart for projectors. And you guys need to help lead us. We have to, right. Exactly. Yes. So you'll all see all of that. And so another thing that I want to talk about with this whole subconscious capacity builder that you are. And the energy healing and the empowerment coaching and all of that. What, so when you were thinking about changing your life, right? Mm -hmm. And not saying that it was in shambles or anything like that, but what was the turning point? Because some people, and I don't believe this, I don't believe that you have to hit rock bottom to change your life. Yeah. So what was your turning point where you were like, I, I can't do this no more? Yeah. I would say that I think that I actually am to your point, like someone who didn't hit rock bottom, right? Like, so I was an executive in healthcare. I managed hundreds of millions of dollars. I uh, led hundreds of people. I had by every account, significant financial success. I was married to, and continue to be married to this amazing human um, and also I just didn't feel fully connected to myself. So I had achieved all the things that I had ever written in my journal would bring me joy. And still there I was like feeling separate from that joy. And so I had to take a step back and also feeling like, like, especially from a career perspective that the road was bumpy you know, there were challenges along the way. And I had all of these beliefs that I'd been taught by my family about how it would be to be a Black female executive. And I was just experiencing all those things. And so I just, I wanted to be happy in that regard. And then it really took a significant takeoff when um, I got pregnant with my six-year-old and I read a book called Conscientious Parenting. And the book's about an inch and a half thick, but the only point the book makes is that you have to be everything that you want your child to be. Mm. And she was like, that's the whole answer. She's like, you're going to want me to say something else and I'm going to write hundreds of more pages, but that is it. And so I just took a step back and said, I am not going to tell my child 
what to be without embodying it fully. And so for me, that was just like the turning point that I want my life to feel as good as it looks. Mm. And it does. And her life is lit. Her life is lit. (laughs) (laughs) Her life is lit. So that's a testament to that. Um, Okay. I love that. And so when you, what was the hardest part then of the journey? Because people who are listening to this, because you're six years in, because you've been doing this for a long time, even though you've been into human potential for so long, but actually putting in action and helping people hasn't been as long as you've been alive. But I'm sure people will think and say, oh, it sounds easy for you. Yeah. What then for someone who couldn't work with you or someone who just is has their own access, how can they make it easier? Well, I think the most important thing that you have to do is is have this discipline around change, mm. right? And so it's every day doing something that brings you a step closer to your greatest, highest good, to your purpose here on the planet, to the transformation that you're looking for. And even if it's a baby step, right? And then start to just think about your self-talk, right? Like, what do you say to yourself and about yourself? And if you could start talking to yourself the same way you talk to people you love, wow. that would that would <laughs> help change your life. Wow. Um, that you is know, true. And so those are steps that people can take. And I, I never, ever want people to walk away and think that it was easy, but what it was, was consistent. Right. Mm. You know? And so there were times where like, I was like, wow. And there were some big shifts. I do think like the energetic work of it all, um, that I was supported with from other people and, and then had many downloads myself about how I can do that work with myself. Um, that helps clear the path a little bit more quickly, mm-hmm. but this work is available to everyone because it's all in you. You have all, I, the first thing I say when I onboard a client is all the answers are in you. Everything you need, because you're not trying to be someone different. You're trying to be who you are. All these things that you are struggling with, those aren't you. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to let those things go. So then you do believe, because it is my belief, what you desire is there for a reason. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have a goal in life if it wasn't meant for you. Now, you could be conditioned to believe that you're supposed to be a billionaire. And like, once you clear the conditioning, you could say like, oh, I really just, right, I just want a couple of hundred million. million. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I'll be good with a hundred million. And I've just had clients million. like that. I've had clients like, I'm very fortunate. I live in San Francisco. I've had clients that literally have hundreds of millions of dollars and they want to be billionaires. And then when I'm like, well, why? Well, what Mm. could you have with a billion dollars that you don't have? have. The the only thing you get with a billion dollars that you don't have with a hundred million dollars is on the Forbes list. There's nothing else. That's it. That's it. And so we have these goals and these aspirations because they sound good or a rapper said it, or someone told me, or we want the notoriety, but your life doesn't change. Mm. Like what else would you buy? Right. Yeah. Cause after a certain tax bracket, we doing the same thing. We doing the same thing. We're doing the same thing. And like, so you just have to, you can have whatever you want in life. You have to love the reason that you want it. What is Mm. the reason you want it? And if the reason is good, then it was meant for you because you wouldn't want something that you couldn't achieve. Okay. You wouldn't want something that you couldn't achieve. Yeah. So for the person listening to this, Who's like, okay, I get that. Yes, yes, you know, all of those things. You, yeah. But then why is it not showing up in my reality? Because one of those four reasons, either you have a belief that is precluding you from getting it. So you may want it, but you don't believe that someone like you can have it. Mm. And that's going to preclude you from having it. Either you had some big T or little T trauma when you were Mm -hmm. younger that you haven't cleared. So you can't align to it vibrationally, right? Or you're trying to get there through this path of anxiety and fear and worry, which as I mentioned before, doesn't align you with the joy that you're seeking. Mm. It always comes down to these same, or you believe you've done everything, but you haven't. Right. But you haven't. But you haven't. And so that's where the self-awareness comes from, right? I'm really real with myself. You know, I'm not hard on myself, but I'm real with myself. 
Okay. You know, like you can't build a business without like working. You can't, you can't, <laughs> like these things are really simple, you know? He's like, you can't build a business without working. You know, so people aren't taking any action towards these goals that they say they want. And I was one of them. That's why I say it. I was like, I really want to help people. I'm going to be of service. And like all of 2022, like my girlfriends will call for lunch. I'm like, I'm there. What time? Like, what are we, what are we doing? Right. So I spent a lot of time. And so like most of my clients would be like friends because I hadn't really done anything to do a business. Right. right. And so, and so that's fine. So I'm like, yeah, that's why it didn't happen. You didn't mm-hmm. take the action that was necessary. And so once you're just able to be really real with yourself, and there's nothing wrong. I had a lot of fun at those lunches. It's great. And so now we just, we go <laughs> like to I had a lot of fun at those lunches. They were great. They were fun. Yeah. fabulous. And so you just acknowledge like, this was the thing that precluded me from reaching my goal. And it's always in us. So one thing, and you'll learn when we onboard, because we decided to onboard after this call is really like, I'm going to ask you to take radical responsibility. No one is, nothing is anyone else's fault except for yours. <laughs> the thing so, about radical responsibility, everyone always thinks it's about blame, but what it is, is it empowers it's, you. It's accountability. Know. It's accountability. No, it is, but it really is like, if you know in your soul that everything you want, you have all the power to achieve it and that you take this radical responsibility, how powerful is that? No one can stop me from doing anything. And I have this ability to reach my goal. It doesn't mean that there aren't bad actors in the world. All it means is that in spite of that, you have the ability to be who you want to be. That's it. Tom Cruise does not think he's a bad actor. (laughs) And I don't think so either. I don't know where that came from, but I love Tom Cruise. He's given us so many great action films. And to me, he's one of the best action filmmakers. Yes. And, but that's the thing is that when you look to these people like a Tom Cruise, like a Nicole Kidman, like an Oprah Winfrey, like the amount of belief, like Barack Obama, right? Like the amount of belief that people have to reach those heights is incredible. And that's the type of belief you have to have to achieve these really big lofty goals. So going back to those people, right? So thinking about belief, right? Now, what about in situations where people get plopped into things Mm -hmm. and then they don't believe they should have them? Is that where the downfall and the spirals come and the, the, the fall of fame and all of these things come? Yes. So I see this all the time, right? Like, so where do we see it? Like one where the world sees it is, you know, someone wins a lottery and then they lose all the money. Right. They lose all the money, right? Because they don't fundamentally believe that they are worthy of having that amount of money. Or I also see it very sadly, like with women who end up married to really wealthy men, they have this great life and then somehow the marriage breaks up and then suddenly they don't have money, right? Because they didn't actually attract that and believe that they were worthy of having it, right? And so you have to, whatever your situation is, you have to believe you're worthy of it to maintain it and sustain it for the long haul. And you have to energetically align with it, right? Okay. See, now my my mind's blown. And in college, I hung around with a lot of women and I went to a school that... A school that housed a lot of NBA and NFL wives and girlfriends. So I saw... A lot of that one day I'm just a regular student and the next day we're shopping in Chanel kind of things. Yeah. Like completely overnight. And so then you look at 10 years later and some of the women that I did know who are not with those people, they constantly attract the same type of individual, like an athlete. And I would think to myself, like, you have the power to like have these things on your own. But in their mind, they're like, well, I like this lifestyle. So this is what I know how to get the lifestyle. So they continuously dated the same type of person. I tell people all the time, there's multiple ways to attract money. I love to support women. I prefer personally that you feel as though you can attract wealth on your own, right? Because I think that women who date wealthy men are really capable of attracting attracting wealth. They're very good at, they are, they are attracting wealth in just the same way that I attract wealth as someone who is married to a very wealthy man. Like I think I can attract wealth personally as well as 
you know, I think people don't understand that they're attracting wealth. And also people from the outside don't understand that they're actually really good at attracting wealth. They it's were, the same energy. They just think that it has to come through someone else. Through some, yes. I used to have friends like, girl, you just finished law school. Remember that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think there is no right or wrong way. Everyone's going to forge their own path, but it is part of that collective consciousness that tells women oftentimes that a really strong path to money is through a is husband through a man. or a boyfriend yeah. or a man of some sort. And so we can oftentimes like, really feel like that's a safe path energetically to walk. It's a fine path if you actually believe that you deserve the money because in the end, like you will always have it. If that's You'll always goal. have it, right. Because it's all about the energetic alignment. It has nothing to do with the marriage. It has nothing to do with the job. It has nothing to do with the career. It so the conduit of the money does not matter. No. It's about your belief and the alignment of you attracting it. Yes. You have to just align vibrationally through money. And I actually offer to people that you should release how the money comes to you. Like you want to be of service to people and that's what you do. So you should just put out into the universe. I want to be of service. And then you will start to, especially as you meditate, get downloads about how you can best do that to align with the money. But if you have like a 50 point process and you're like, yo, universe, this is how we're going to do it. I want it like this, like that. That's exactly. what, that's going to be our problem because I'm going to be like, Brandy, I don't want to do it like that. And then exactly. you can't have as big of a vision for your life and what's possible for you as source the almighty right how oprah happen. says god can dream bigger than you could ever dream for yourself yes and so i really release that always dun, dun, dun. <laughs> cuz that's my number one problem is i don't have the release and the surrender mm-hmm. i am trying to control the functionality of it all and most successful people do and i am one i'm a recovering control addict and so What I know for sure is I believed that if I released control, my life would be worse because I was like, my life is really great in terms of what I had accomplished or had in life right on paper. And I was like, so if I release this, if I meditate all the time, like, am I going to become a yogi who just like gives up her money and is like living in poverty (laughs) on the street talking about, but I have real clarity of mind. But what you see is like, I'm the same person except I'm just happier. And, and, and I actually have more that the world would say is valuable, but I also have my peace and joy. And so what I offer to people is releasing control is one of the best steps that you can take. Let's go over the steps for everyone. So number one, whatever you want to do, meditate for at least what? I mean, I think if you're starting, cause I don't like to give a minimum and then people are like, I couldn't even make her minimum. So I would say re- every day, just meditate, meditate for a little bit, but you want to build up to trying to meditate 15 or 20 minutes, a couple times a day. Okay. Meditation meditate. is the first step. Second thing. I don't have an order of operations, but I think you have to surrender. Like you don't want to be a okay. control. I also think you want to be really kind to yourself. Like I said earlier, you want to speak to yourself the same way you would speak to someone you love. You okay. want to have a lot of grace with yourself, right? Okay. And, and the challenge becomes is every human on earth is making mistakes. Every human has something in their past that they wish other people would know. And we're all trying to hide it. We're all trying to act like we didn't make mistakes. We're all trying to act like our upbringing was great. And not like faking it, but just like keeping it to ourselves. Yes. And correct. the more that you can just like open up and be like, this is me. This is who I am. And none of it's my fault. And then you just release it back out to the world. You're going to walk an easier path. So then do you not set goals? No, you set goals and you even build a plan, but you leave room to be flexible. You set goals. You have goals. This is what you want to do. And you start taking steps for towards those goals. So you take a step today and a step tomorrow and you have a plan, but you're willing to be flexible. You know, like if, if someone calls you tomorrow, right? Like you have this, this plan for next year, you're going to like do these mini documentaries on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if someone tomorrow calls you from Netflix and asks for it to be on Netflix, are you going to be like, no, nah, I got this plan. 
No. <laughs> like, listen, what footage y'all want? Like, how much? Let, let me get my lawyer on the phone. <laughs> like, so let's go, right? And so what you have to do is realize that, like, you have a goal, but there may be something better. And so you don't stop planning for the YouTube, mm. but you leave yourself open for Netflix and you leave yourself open to be on OWN and you leave yourself open then to be on NBC and you just are open to the universe providing even better for you than you could ever imagine. So it sounds like during this process of building your capacity subconsciously is that you are really, I mean, you you have your process and we're going to be talking about the process along the way, dipping back into different episodes. But I think what I'm hearing is that you are also building the ultimate trust in spirit in the universe. Yes. And the one thing, the one step, which I can't believe we've been talking quite some time that I didn't mention, which I do also believe is foundational, is to always sit in gratitude. Mm. And so one thing you'll see is every day from me at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you're going to get a text that says, what are you most grateful for today? And it's going to ask you to name the three things that you're most grateful for and to sit and remember, recall how those things felt, right? And so it can be big, like last Thursday, I got a new car and I could be like, yes, I got a new car. Or it could be like, oh my gosh, I got a parking spot right in front of the store that I went to, right? So it doesn't matter the magnitude, but you have to sit inside this place of gratitude for that every little thing that comes to you. Because imagine this, if you gave me a gift and I didn't say thank you, are you going to give me more gifts? No. And the universe is the same way. I didn't even say thank you. She didn't even say thank you. And it doesn't have to be a thank you card. It doesn't have to be flowers sent back. It just needs to be a heartfelt like, oh, you thought of me. I really appreciate Mm. that. But we don't do that with the universe, but we want stuff to keep coming. We sure do. We like, where is it at? Bring it on. Bring it to me. Right. And so what I try to do with my clients is really put these things in simple terms. Like, right. Like when I say to you, would you talk to someone else like that? You're like, oh, no, I wouldn't. And when I say, oh, if someone didn't thank you, would you give them more? You're like, in fact, I wouldn't. And so we really just simplify it. Like we are going to start approaching life from this perspective of like what makes the most sense. And you're going to see your life's going to get better and better and better. And that it gets to be better and better. So what about these? Because I see some stuff about people saying, well, you know, make demands from the universe. How do you feel about that? I've not seen that. Yes, I've seen. Listen, you got to go down the YouTube. See, I don't go down rabbit holes. So this is a couple of other things. I don't watch the news. Right, I don't watch the news. I do not watch the news. And I usually don't go down a lot of rabbit holes unless it's like someone who I feel can like be nearly a guru towards me, to me in terms of like my personal growth. But I would, without understanding it fully, but just taking like the Oxford Dictionary definition of demand, Mm -hmm. I would say we would probably not want to make demands of anyone. Like this isn't a terrorist situation. We don't need to make demands. And I, I think I think that for me, without talking to those people, that process doesn't doesn't sound it doesn't resonate with me, right? Like okay. I usually like to offer to people, like when you say things, how does it feel in your body? And so when I use the word demand, that doesn't feel good to yeah, me. Yeah, it doesn't feel and so, good. Yeah. So if it doesn't feel good, that means that the more you repeat it, you're going to like activate this cortisol, et cetera, et cetera. I could go right. on to the science of it. And so you don't want to be in a place where you're saying using words or, or actions that are creating, as I mentioned, that gap between your desires and how you'll feel when you reach those goals or desires and the action steps you're taking to try to get there. The yes. further those two things are from each other, I'm not saying you'll never get there. It's just the path is going to be challenging. Yeah, because they, I mean, there's this, I, well, you're not going to go down the rabbit hole, but I have about manifesting and love and money and all of this. And some of the stuff is like, well, that doesn't feel good. Why would I want my ex back? That doesn't make any sense. One of my favorite pastors of all time, he said, when you take the garbage out, do you ever go back there and start looking right. back in the bag and making sure you didn't throw so they, out? There's videos like manifest your ex back, get, get your ex back. And it's just like, why are we doing this? I know. I think oftentimes there's a few things, right? One is people are answering the questions that people have. That's true. 
And so I try to just like keep it really real. And I'm like, I'm I'm not going to help you do that. That that doesn't feel good <laughs> that, to me. That doesn't feel good to me. So I'm not available to that. I'm right? not available so, to that. Yeah, I just do work that really brings me joy. And then I also think there's this space of like, I always offer to people when you're choosing someone to work with or someone to follow to give you advice, you should really make sure that they've achieved the thing you're looking to achieve. Because oftentimes people are out there, they're sharing things about life, you know, like how to get married. They're not married. How to have a good relationship. They might be married, but the relationship isn't good. How to make a lot of money. They have no money. And so I think like we have to think about our healing and our evolution and our personal transformation the same way we think about money. Like I'm not going someone to manage my money who makes a lot less money than our family. And like, and that's very clear to people. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. But you'll go to someone who hasn't really healed themselves. They haven't achieved what you are. Like their whole thing is like how to be a millionaire, but they're going to become millionaires by you. Right, right. Or just like people always who come see me and who have sessions with me, they wind up crying. They wind up releasing. And, you know, I always the I I don't know who said this, but you can only take people as deep as you've gone. And so I've Mm -hmm. gone deep like I've done. I've done a lot of work in the emotional trauma department. So (laughs) when you come to me, we're going to go there. (laughs) It's it's easy to do that. Or my financial anxiety has gone because I've worked so hard on that. Yeah. So I can take you there. I can, all of these things. So I agree with that, but don't, don't come to me about being married because that ain't. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. yet. Don't claim that. Not yet. Not yet. So let's, I'm going to reveal then what we're going to be working on. So we're going to be working on relationships, love wise. We're going to be working on, Money, okay, and image. Those three things. That's what we're going to be working on. I'd love to say that in twelve weeks I can fix all the things that everyone in the world is looking to fix. We'll hierarchy one of them, but we'll set a foundation for all of the things to be called in for sure. That's fair. That's that's yeah. fair. That's because I want to make sure, right? It's like scope creep, right? Like when we're focused on so many things at once, then sometimes we don't go as deep as we need to around kind of whatever is the prime thing. The thing about healing is that when you heal, all the things will start to come in, um, which is why I do foundational work. And I don't believe in manifestation where we're just focusing on kind of bringing in. So the first half of the process is really going to be around healing. Like, how do we heal? Where do we need to clear? How do we make sure that like, we have deep, deep, deep self-love because the world shows up for us the way we show up for us, right? Mm. And that involves being kind to ourselves, like being like, girl, you are beautiful today. Like all these things that oftentimes the world discourages us from doing, but they serve us so broadly, we're going to start with those things. And that's going to set a foundation for you to continue on this trajectory that you started and just magnify it. Yeah. Cause I have a lot of big things happening for me in 2023 and I can't get in my way. I mean, in one of them by the time this airs, so I have a literary agent, my dream literary agent. So Yeah. Probably by the time this era, I should have my book deal. There's a lot happening for me and I don't want, I don't want to be the problem. (laughs) Well, you won't be the problem. And I think like when you think of these other areas of your life that you're trying to continue to evolve, what we know for sure is that you take those same skills that you have honed so well in achieving these other things like a book deal and like having clarity on how to like grow and have this beautiful business and to support other humans. And those skills will serve you in the other areas. It's just that you don't believe that they will yet. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the first of, uh, we don't know how many part series right now, but this is the first. So Everybody follow Brandy. I'll put all of her stuff in the show notes and where you can find her and everything. And you'll get to see this firsthand. See how this all unfolds. Well, I just want to share that it is an honor for you to 
want to work with me and I take this incredibly seriously and I'm really looking forward to holding space for you and also being a witness as you evolve and move closer to your dreams. Well, thank you. And you know, we have one person to thank for all of this. So we'll thank her. <laughs> Thanks, Tanya. <laughs> thank you, Tanya. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as a lovely, lovely treat, Brandy is giving you all a five ways to raise your financial vibe. You can click the link in the show notes, but it's go to www.brandymichelle.com forward slash HC and you can download this freebie. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you have an amazing day filled with good vibes and just great things. And remember, don't let anybody fuck with you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. This podcast was edited by Adam Ross. If you loved this episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Until next time, bye-bye.